0: Hello, all you bloomers. Welcome back to another Friday episode. In May, I am Alexa, and with me is Ambrosia. What's up, girl? Hello,
1: everyone. What's up? What is up? Say that again? I said, hello, everyone. What is up? Oh,
0: what is up? What is up? What is up?
1: I'm being like a robot. I was going to be like, what is up?
0: Oh, nice. Good impression.
1: (laughs) I appreciate the enthusiasm.
0: You're welcome. Um, yeah, so this is another uh, one of our Friday episodes in the month of May, which we've designated as Sexuality May. Let's, or maybe it should be called Let's Talk About Sex May. I don't know. I was like debating I like between that the better. two. Yeah. And was, like, well, maybe maybe I'll change the the uh, episode title, but. Um, that means we have the amazing Jody Newell here to uh, give us a download about sexuality and sex and and beyond. And I'm um, really excited to get into week two of this because week one, um, we got so much feedback from everyone um, saying how much they loved it, how mind-blowing it was for them, and um, really excited to dive deeper into that. But before we do, let's say thank you to our Patreons. Whitney Kanika, Tiffany Polito, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bowen, Sarah Meehan, Renee Hart, Nike, Mimi Abnetter, Melanie Larson, Marlena Brazil, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Kim Bartelt, Kellyanne Bates, Kasha Boshnevich, Jamie Witch, Jamie McMahon, Jamie Edwards, Heather Kiefer, Grace, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Karen Miranda, Bexpoo, Alex Letiri, and Adonica Haskell. Thank you so much for all your support. And um, actually, several of you have upgraded just in the past week to the top tier. That we have on Patreon, so you're you know doing um, a private reading with Ambi, a private EFT session with me, or doing private conversations with John, the public conversations with John, and all that uh, every month. So uh, really excited to be working with m- more of you in a in a more intimate way, and um, also just wanted to let everyone know that the next public conversation with John, the next big conversation with John is going to be, oh, when is it going to be? Next Wednesday. Is that correct? Hold on. Let me check. Yes. Next Wednesday, May 15th at 9 p.m. EST. So if you want to get in on that, there's still time. Um, you can just click the link in our show notes, click the Patreon link, and subscribe to the tier that lets you in on that. Um, Or any of the tiers above, and you'll get added to the private group and get to ask John, the Arcturian guy that Ambi channels a question. So, yay! Yay! (laughs) Um, Awesome. Okay, so without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Jodi, hi.
2: Hi, Alexa. Hi, Ambi. So great to be back with you guys.
0: We are happy to have you back. Yeah, last, like you were just saying, last week was. Such a hit with the audience. I think it really, really widened people's perception of sexuality and sex. And I, I heard a lot of people saying to me, like, "Wow, I didn't even know that there were different kinds of sexuality or different blueprints, or that you could even they didn't even see a variety of sex in that way." So I think that is so, you know, it was such an interesting way to to dive into it. And what would you like to talk about today? In our, in our second series here?
2: Ooh, thank you for asking. And I'm so glad that um, so many people resonated with last week's episode and got a lot of information and expansion of their concept of sex. And that's what it's about. It's about expanding where we're at into where we can be and to be more, more of who we truly are. So speaking of expanding out, um, what I want to talk about this week, I mentioned it at the end of last week's episode, is when I talk about our, inner, our erotic wiring and how you are sexually wired, it manifests outside of the bedroom. It's not something that solely um, is dedicated to pleasure or your sexuality. So what do I mean by that? Let me give you an example. Um, Let's talk about business and sex. So I'll give you an example for me. So my primary blueprint is energetic. Um, What is energetic? So let's go through that. Energetics are turned on by anticipation, Space, distance, tease—they um, are turned on by light, hovering, touch, um, by energy games, by um, eye gazing. Um, there, it's just—I when I—I I think of the the idea of a drone. When I think of the energetic, a drone. Starts off far away, it comes in close, it hovers, it ne- we don't really want it to land, but that's, that's part of what the energetic is. So, um, But energetics can also be kind of hierarchical about sex and think that their way is the only way and it's very um, uh, conscious, better, Than the other ways of having sex. And, you know, they get all a little snooty about it. So there's that. And um, I see you smiling, Alexa. I'm
0: laughing because I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm laughing because you just, you started this, you started this sentence or this, this, you started this by saying, let's talk about business and sex. And how the sexual blueprint relates outside. And um, this is also my blueprint that you're describing right now. And this is exactly how I am in business. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm laughing because especially about the my – like snootiness or just like thinking that my way is better. Ambie, I'm sure you can attest to that. Um,
1: Definitely. No. That's crazy talk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it explains so much. Okay. I know, right? How can we um, so are you is- gonna give different ideas on how different blueprints work together in business? So I'm just kidding, I'm joking like no, I'm serious, but like yes. I, when I gave Alexa the eyeballs. I was joking about that part because we work together really well. I was basically so- joking like can we make her less. Blueprinty. So that's the great do that. thing.
2: <laughs> I love I love your blueprinty uh, expression, Ambie. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that, Alexa. Thank you for the humor. I love humor, right? Humor and sex. It doesn't get any better than that. So, um, so let's talk about that. Um, you have. Okay, so let's let's see what energetics show up like in business. Energetics need space. They often, um, they can get overwhelmed. Um, and when they do get overwhelmed, they just wanna like, they they just wanna get away. They wanna, they need distance from who they're speaking with, who they're dealing with. They need to like regroup and ground and get centered. And just just like, tune back in to their inner guidance. So, okay, so let me give you a personal example for me. So a year ago when I started, uh, well, when I was um, beginning my sexuality coaching business, I I didn't really know where to start. I was like, what the, what the fuck? Sorry, gonna drop that. What the fuck do I do? Thank you. Um, so, so what do I do? And instantly I'm like, uh, because I had, I had different people recommend, you know, work with, you know, this training or, or learn business from this person. And I was totally turned off because they weren't addre- They weren't coming at it from an energetic standpoint and I didn't resonate with it. I didn't feel comfortable with their approach. And I can see now their approach was maybe more shapeshifter, more sexual maybe. Um, and it, I, I just was like, ugh, I can't do it. So then I, I turned it inward and I said, I, I, I intuitively knew I needed to lay the energetic groundwork for what was to come. I didn't know what was to come, but I, I felt... I had to work with my energy, I had to work with the energies that was going on. So what did I do? I meditated every morning like clockwork the same time for at least 15 minutes and I I didn't try and do anything with that. I just showed up and I did that one thing. And for me that I I knew, I knew it was going to build, the energy was going to build. And I would bring to me, I didn't have to go searching for it. It was going to come to me. And that's what happened. Literally, now that I look back, how I even found Positive Head started that very first week that I meditated, maybe within one week of me starting to meditate, I was led to something uh, like a conference showed up. And it was like a conference for um, energetic entrepreneurs. You know, I mean, it was like me and I'm like, holy shit, that's what I need. So I went to that and Brandon Beecham was one of the um, guests um, for that conference. And I, I had this literally in the middle of the conference, sorry, not in the middle of his like interview that was being posted. And it was like pre-recorded. I'm like in tears and I don't know why. I'm just like, like, I'm just crying about this. And I'm like, oh, my God, I think I'm supposed to do a podcast, which was the last thing on my mind. I didn't even think that that not on my radar, but I paid attention to the emotions. I paid attention to what was resonating and I just knew. So so from there, I just followed the energetic trail. I started off with meditating and I just let I noticed what came to me and highlighted for me energetically. And and I, I think everybody knows that, what that means. But when I say when something highlights for me, that means if you scanned a crowd of people and all of a sudden your eye just catches something and you, you focus on it, that's it. When something shows up enough where you go, oh, I think I need to look into it. I need to read this. I need to listen to this. That's what I mean by when something highlights for me. So I just paid attention to those things. And things that other people were saying, yeah, this worked for me or that, if it didn't highlight for me, I just let it go and moved moved along my way. I didn't pay attention to what anyone else was doing and knew I was following the perfect path for me. So energetically, anybody else would have maybe been focused, like the sexual, tends to focus on the end result. They don't and they don't enjoy the journey they want to get to it they want to get it done right so there's lot I mean so many people in business are that way and they attract all of those sexuals right yeah I love that I'll buy it I'll get it you know I'll you know I'll join that whatever so so that's how you can um, apply the blueprints to business so if you're energetic give your so I gave myself permission to have lots of space, lots of anticipation of not knowing, but of just tuning inward through the meditation. Hmm. So that's all I did. And honestly, my meditation went like this. Because I was always somebody, even though I'm energetic, meditation was like, oh, I can't do that. Cause I had trouble quieting my mind. I had more of the sensual shadow where my my thoughts it's hard to just shut that down. So what I did, and I heard this on an Abraham Hicks um, uh, YouTube video, or somehow I heard this, um, and, and it just clicked with me and I'm like, oh my God, that's, the w- that's what I should be doing. So Abra- you know how um, he always, or, um, Esther always talks about, you know, listen to the air conditioning. Or listen to the, you know, the fan or something, right? So what I did is I, I fall asleep to a sound machine. I've got like white noise or something. And it's got several options on it. And I picked one that I wouldn't fall asleep on. That was too, you know, kept me too awake. So in the morning, I would switch it over to this other one. And it ends up being like frogs or, you know, summer sounds or crickets or something. And I would just focus on listening to the crickets. That's all I would do. I didn't try and do anything. I didn't try and quiet anything. I just listened to that noise. So I did that every day. And and fortunately, my little machine had like a 15-minute, 30-minute out. You know, so I would just set it to the 15 minutes. When it stopped, I knew I was done. And
0: that helps the energetic in terms of something like business because it gives them – Space and yes. in and anticipation
2: and distance. Mm. You're you're not you're not trying to 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 get on out and and get up in everybody's business and and whatnot. You're you're kind of bringing it back in. You're um you're you're not focused on anything else but internal.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense because lately I've actually been skimping on my meditation. And I've always – I've meditated for years. But like lately I've just been like, oh, I have things I do and I'll do it. But I don't really take that much time for it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: as a result, like I – yeah, I can feel like I just kind of am letting people encroach on my space, just like everyone mm-hmm. that I'm working with, just like – just letting everyone come really close and, you know. Yeah, you're right. Like maybe it isn't really important for me to to have that space because the space and the distancing really does resonate with me a lot. That does make a lot of sense. So I think I need to get back into my meditation, like, uh, like the hardcore routine.
1: Yeah, and you know what's funny is that I know I had to leave for a second, but I caught the, <laughs> but I caught, um, I called myself out on the podcast. They would have never known. Anyway. Um, the, the funny part is that I've been getting this download that I have to meditate more. Like I have to be more consistent about it every single day. And then when you said that you were looking at the camera, Jody. but it felt like you were looking at me and you're like, meditate <laughs> 10 minutes a day. And I was like, okay, I get it. It's good. And then are 15 minutes a day. And then, um, Alexa and I were just having this conversation today about, um, about different things about being creative and um, space and not feeling aligned with certain things and things like that. So it's really interesting. Yeah. And I am very much, so I don't know what blueprint I am, but I'm very much when it comes to business, like I just want to be at the end. Like I don't want to go through the bullshit. I just want to get to the end. I want the end result very quickly. Yes. Yes. So that's, that So it's interesting. That can be
2: just primarily sexual. Or you could be a shapeshifter with primary sexual. Yeah. So it could be. I feel a, like I am
1: because I'm a people pleaser. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, totally. Working on totally. it.
1: Totally. Yeah.
2: Now, shapeshifter or being a ple- people pleaser is not a bad thing. Actually, I feel like we're all trying to meet and get to being shapeshifters because then we can speak it all because again, when you are in the outside world, you've got people who are sensual and sexual and kinky and energetic. And if you can speak all those languages, because you can see how they act with you, mm-hmm. you can see how they dress, how they speak, what their blueprint is. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'd say, yeah, that makes sense for you. Like, because you are very good at, like, m- matching other people, I feel like, be Like, you're very good at, like, meeting people where they are, I feel like.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, well, it's, it's either you go – I feel like when you're – when you are empathic, you go two ways. You can either, like, be overwhelmed by everybody's emotions or you learn how to um, – change yourself to match their emotions, which doesn't sound great, but that's what I do, so. (laughs) There
2: you go. There you go. So let's talk about sensuals. So sensuals in business. Sensuals, they are the type, it's almost the exact opposite of the energetic. They're kind of the in your face, you you know the salespeople, that are constantly checking on you, the waitresses that are constantly like in your business all the time. Energetics are kind of like, get the back, fuck the, you know, get back, you know? Um, (laughs) But there are people that love that. They're like, oh yeah, you know, oh my gosh, I love how much, you know, you check in with me. I love all of, you know, they really resonate. They love that attention. They love that catering um, sort of feel to it. So, so essentials are turned on by all of their senses, right? So they like the ambience. They like, you know, bring them a, a, a glass of champagne. You know, here's here's a, a nice sofa for you to re- relax on. Or, um, mm, I'm thinking, Would you like a little blankie,
1: you know? I do you want a little blankie? I like that.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking of, like, someone who works in, like, uh, some sort of, like, a luxury, um, mm, you know, yeah, like yeah. – uh, some sort of maybe interior designer, or or just someone who works in some like luxurious, like they love to go to like the nice parties and to be wined and dined. And is that yeah? Is that right?
2: Yeah, that, A it, network it totally in that type of environment. In, yeah, yes, there are those networking parties where it's there's food, right, and mm-hmm. they cater to these really delicious things that you know the palate is is tastes really really yummy and and is. Um, so all their senses come alive.
1: Mm. It's it's
2: good good lighting and and there's um, space to to speak or there's maybe light you know uh, music in the background, but it's not overpowering and and it doesn't sound off or it's just you like know. all
0: about the vibe
2: for them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. and they tend to they would be the ones who go okay that is in the wrong place. Like the lighting should be, you know, they'll be the ones to like redirect the whole atmosphere. And honestly, again, so in business, let the sensuals create the space, let them feel comfortable. Otherwise they're focused on this one thing. They can't even hear whatever you're talking about. They're just like, Oh my God. Mm -hmm. They just, they can't let it go. Now that doesn't mean that's all sensuals, but you know, that's something that can distract essential if the atmosphere, if, if the temperature is not right in the room, they're too hot, they're too cold. That can be anybody, but essentials are just, they're really perceptive mm. to the senses and to the, the atmosphere that they're in.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. That makes sense. I can see that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So they really enjoy a beautiful space. So if you're trying to sell to them and your space is a disaster, a disorder, I mean, I think that would be a huge turnoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To as sensual.
0: Totally. I I think I'm my like secondary blueprint is sensual, and I have this thing, and I've had this thing about lighting, like my like where my partner's like, what some things like you're totally. This is crazy. Like, I will move a light around, lighting specifically, like 90 times. Be like, no, it's not right here. No, I did it at the retreat, Ambie. I, like, started doing it. And then I was like, oh, my God, I got to (laughs) stop
1: because this is going to get out of hand. But see, for me, it's funny because I don't notice stuff like that. So when – because I can think of a few other people that I I work with that are the same way. And for me, when I see stuff like that, I just kind of watch – Like, you guys move stuff, and I'm like, that's cool. Like, whatever. I feel like there are certain things that I'm just like, that's cool. If it makes you happy, let's just do it because I don't want to argue about it. You know what I mean? Like Shapeshifter? Shapeshifter. (laughs) Shapeshifter. Yeah, move the light. I don't care. Fuck it. Whatever. (laughs) I look good anywhere, girl. So it is cool.
0: That was a full hair flip.
2: Love it. So so inside the bedroom, before you get started with your play session, let the the sensual create the mood, set the lighting, set the music if they want, make sure everything's nice and clean and tidy. They tend to not like messes. Um, So let them do that. In fact, look at them and say, would you change anything about this? (laughs) <laughs> ha. And 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 let them. They'll feel so fed that they get to adjust things to make them feel, you know, tuned in, right? Because we all want to tap into our turn turn ons, right? Tap into our pleasure. That's very pleasurable to that sensual part. And again, you'll really feel this if it's if it's your primary or secondary. You know, um. There's also uh, what's called a blueprint stack. So whether blueprint stack, so whether or not you're a shapeshifter yet or not, you can still have a certain stack of what you need. Maybe you need some space and distance and then you need, you know, um, a little Genital connection, sexual. Then you want to go into some cuddling, um, or and maybe it starts out with creating the scene. So you're like sensual, energetic, sexual, sensual. You know, your stack. We'll talk. That's a whole another thing. But um, but allow the sensuals just the space to feel their turn on by creating the space. Ask them their input. Well, what, 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 how does this look? Change any. Give them permission to change anything they need to, to feel good, to feel turned on, to feel comfortable. Um, you know, granted, we've been talking about business, but so they may, the words turn on tend to be kind of sexual, but, you know, to feel comfortable, yeah, you can, can you know, speak to them in, in those terms.
1: So next retreat, Alexa, you are setting up this space. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Can't wait. And you, all, you just go for it's, it. I best already life. was Let thinking Let me know what I should bring.
0: I was thinking in my head. I was like, "Oh, next retreat. All this like low lighting with fluffy mm-hmm. pillows. And I'm all about like textures of things. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Really cool. I like textures too. Textures are pretty good. <laughs> textures so, are pretty good. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I love that.
2: I love that you guys are already in the flow and allowing – Alexa central to be fed. <laughs> Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> I love it. So let's talk about the sexual. We kind of have talked about that briefly. You know, sexuals tend to be, they get to the point, just lay it out that, you know, they want to get from A to Z like that. Um, they don't need, they don't need any fluff. In fact, they tend to kind of miss the journey because they're so focused on the end goal and there's nothing wrong with that. That's amazing in and of itself. The sexual, you know, wiring is just fantastic. Love that. And again, um, I, um, I feel like I'm going to take a moment to honor um, the creator of the blueprints, the erotic blueprints, Jaya, Miss Jaya. And, you know, that's, that's who I trained with to learn everything that I know, Um, she spent two decades. She's a sexologist and she spent two decades with individuals and couples. And she discovered this, that not everybody was turned on by the same things. And because of her curiosity and creativity, she started, you know, figuring out where people fit in this spectrum. Mm. And, she created these blueprints. And you know what? As we all change and grow, these blueprints may change and grow too. Right now, this is this is where they're at. And I think it it meets a lot of society. Mm-hmm. um if they may they may never expand outside of that, but there's always the possibility we're always changing. so i just I just wanted to thank Jaya for creating that I, I mean, It totally changed my life to have this information because up until now, I always felt a little odd, um, not really in the norm. And I was okay with that because I didn't really want to be what was the norm. And the sexual blueprint is actually the cultural norm. Um, That's what advertising is all about. That's Mm -hmm. what movies portray. Um, That's just you know, the model. I mean, if you go to a physician, especially if you're in, have male body genitalia and you have problems getting erect, they're going to give you a nice little blue pill. They're not going to say, well, have you tried light hovering touch? Mm -hmm. Nobody talks of it like that, right? Yeah. They, they tend to assume let's, let's get this, you know, the, you know, Make sure everybody's hard and wet, has orgasms, there's penetration. Zip, perfect. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> totally. Totally. It's like, that's why I'm so happy we're talking about it because it, like we said in the beginning of this episode, it's such an expansion of the concept of sex. And I think it really also, ma- you know, um, I think what some people were trying to relay to us when they were giving us feedback about the last episode was like, whoa like this just cha- this this just changed my concept of of what it you know what's what's healthy what's not healthy what's regular what's yeah. not regular and like you're alluding to like this feeling like oh something's wrong with me but like is something wrong with you or do you just are you just wired a different way are you just does something else excite you than like you said like what the cultural norm is and You know, um, it really reminds me, actually, I keep getting this image of, like, um, the LBGTQ community and how at first it was, like, the first thing that everyone was talking about. I mean, first it was just, like, heterosexual in our history, right? Like, that's what was, quote, unquote, the norm. Then uh, homosexuality became, you know, a thing. It was coming out, and first it was so taboo, but then all of a sudden everyone's – it's very widely accepted. Okay, okay, homosexuality. And now it's, like – a whole spectrum is coming out. It's like yes, you know right? nonbinary like all all kinds of transgender ever everything you could possibly imagine it's coming out and I feel like that is you know um this conversation is is reflective of that of you know the blueprints are reflecting that that there's there's so many shades of sexuality. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Not referencing Fifty Shades of Grey, but you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> because that's what I was thinking yeah. of. So I'm glad <laughs> you said it.
0: <laughs> totally.
1: But totally. I do like that. Um, I know that, I haven't actually seen the movie Fifty Shades of Grey because um, sometimes I get in these kicks where if it's trendy, I won't do it. I know it's terrible. No, I'm but exactly the same way. You're the same way? Exactly. I'm so glad. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Good. Oh, God. I feel so, so much better right now. Um, but Grey is the person's last name. So I get that it's not like Fifty Shades of actual Grey, but I like the um, other meaning behind it. Like there are Fifty Shades of sexuality. Like Everybody's different. Everybody likes different things, and everybody's into different things. So it's kind of fun.
0: Can we talk about? Because um, this just keeps coming into my awareness for some reason, and it's uh, I don't. It's related, but this the frequency of sex. Can we talk no, about? yeah. That? Can we talk about because that? Because. I feel like something that I hear a lot, something that even comes up for me that I hear myself judging myself for is, and then I think it's, but I definitely think it's like a cultural thing. I mean, amongst women, I hear it a lot like about, you know, as we're talking about is something wrong with me or is something wrong with us, quote unquote, the frequency of sex. It's almost like. It feels like there's this obligation. Okay, hold on. Let me unpack this. Okay. So it feels like a lot of the time, women or people, no, but I feel like it's women, will override their, their, whatever they're feeling in the actual moment to actual, to uh, satisfy some norm, like we're talking about, um, to, Make sure that everything is "quote unquote" okay in the relationship, meaning they don't ma- they don't personally actually feel like having sex in that moment, but they do it because they want to check it off the list. Because they want to make sure that like nothing's wrong or it's like, oh no, well, we haven't had sex in a little while, like a few days or a week or however long it's been and oh, I don't want anything to be wrong here so we better do it. Even though there's no true yeah. inspiration there and even though they're not actually tapping into their you know eroticism or their you know sexuality, it's more just like I got to get this done so that we know that uh, at least we're still having sex so that like everything is cool.
1: And- yes. Yeah. Or like guilted into sex, like we should have sex because we haven't had sex in so long. Yeah. What however so long is for everybody. Yes. Yeah. I, is that what you were saying? Because I feel yes. like that's where you were going with it. Exactly okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. But I liked I like it when um, it's one of my favorite things about Alexa is when she's unpacking stuff. I just let her go for it because it's it's a good time. <laughs> it is, and, and I think everybody it. else it loves it too. <laughs>
0: Well, if you don't, you're stuck with me. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Sucks for you guys.
0: (laughs) You chose to listen to this podcast, not me.
2: (laughs) Oh, I love it. So what I hear you saying is that the cultural norm tends to be for women, make sure that you have frequent sex so that your perception matches societies that sex needs to be frequent and we're not quite sure what frequent means, but there's tends to be this little, you know, guilt Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. um, that, that sits within us that, that keeps us from being relaxed and connected to our turn on because the guilt that we get from society for frequent sex overrides so no one's overriding it it's this guilt that we carry right that is overriding this sense of don't turn into i don't know what i just tried to say don't focus on your turn on mm, because yeah. the guilt is 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 stronger the guilt um has a bigger focus in our life than our own turn-on.
1: So. It's probably a true for a like, lot of things.
0: And yeah. it's like the rule has a bigger focus. Like the.
1: Yeah. The rule. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: So the, the perceived um, no, cultural norm
1: yeah.
2: of frequency. Um, so this, this brings up to my awareness when I was growing up, um, my parents, when I was little, they would go, always go into their room and lock their door every Sunday. So once a week, at yeah. least, I don't know how often more it was, but it was, it was every week. So, um, but what if, what if either one, my mother or my father, either one, what if one of them that wasn't, so maybe they were overriding their boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. in order to meet this expectation, whatever that is. But it definitely feels like it should be, I get the sense, it always feels like we're never going to meet it. And we always are chasing, get it done, get it done, get it done, get it done. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And we're never, and on top of it, it feels like we're hardly ever doing it for ourselves, mm. like hardly ever. It's like we're always doing it for A, the satisfaction of the other person, or B, mm-hmm. the the um the safety, the preservation in our minds of the relationship. And it feels like yeah. there's no space to take space. It feels like there is no, there, there is no, it's, this is a perception, I'm aware, but it feels like there's no space to be like, mm, like, nah, oh, I'm just going to like, you know, I'm going to like feel what I'm feeling right now. I'm going to like, it. it just feels like when it comes to sex, it's just kind of this automatic, like, Thing that starts to happen like you're talking about even with your parents I mean every Sunday it's like they probably like you're saying they probably your mom a lot sometimes was like I'm busy with this or like I would actually rather yeah. be doing like reading or I, I don't know or your dad was like maybe but it's like but we gotta do it
1: <laughs> we like, have an appointment to keep here yeah, so.
0: yeah. <laughs> can't miss the Sunday appointment yeah
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> So so what do we do about that? How do we let go of this guilt and how do we make our turn on more important, the most important? So one thing popped to my mind, a perspective. What if our perspective was, I want to be in an authentic relationship and if I am putting cultural guilt above my turn-on, am I being authentic? So how do I show up authentic if, if I'm noticing I have this perception that has me doing things that is inauthentic to who I am in this moment? Yet... I get the sense that this cultural norm like you like you said um I wrote down um safety and preservation. You know, so being authentic does not include safety, does not include survival, does not include preservation. So it's Correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like authenticity needs to be equated to safety, security, preservation, survival. Hmm. Wouldn't that be amazing?
0: Wait. So, so, so uh-huh. reiterate
2: that. Let's let's take a deep breath on this. Okay. So, authenticity. Being authentic. Being authentic means that I am acknowledging that part of my behavior around safety, security, preservation, of the relationship is, so, okay, let me jump back, okay, so we have um, cultural, cultural guilt around sex, cultural guilt, that equals safety, security, preservation of the relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How, how do we process cultural guilt and replace it with authentic behavior, authenticity, authentic expression? Right. I love this conversation because I feel like this is the thing that we, um, we all need to do. And when, when I shift this for me, when you shift this for you, when you shift this for you, when everybody listening shifts this for themselves, we're shifting it for the whole fucking collective, for the entire. That this this is it. Mm-hmm. This is it. It. So so this is like said like my so from my perspective as an energetic, and I'm setting the energetic groundwork for. My relationship, I doing out here isn't where to start it. I need to start it here with this perception of this cultural guilt around frequency of sex. And honestly, just us talking about it is already shifting it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, go ahead. I just had more coming up. It's like – it's
0: not only that. It's like – and this might play into my blueprint of like what you're talking about. About I like anticipation. I like not knowing. I like um, space, right? So for me, it's like in my personal situation, it's like I don't feel like I have space because – my life, and I know a lot of people who are – most people who are listening's life is regimented, meaning – or is is wow. scheduled, meaning like, for example, my partner, I know exactly when he leaves in the morning and exactly when he's coming home. And that's the same every day. Every day is the same. And because of this, there's only so much time in each day that we're together – and only so much time that we're, like, not getting ready for something. You know what I mean? There's only so much time. And then there's other factors like exhaustion and all that stress, whatever, from from the day. So it feels to me like I have no space. I have no variety. Like, no, no. It, it's, it's not, like, as if we're – Our life is not scheduled and every day is spontaneous and we're around each other and it is like there's that room for like, oh, Mm. like really feeling and being inspired to something, right? Which is how I perceive, um, which is how I feel like I want to play more into my sexuality. Like to really just constantly check in like, oh, what's going on? And like feel inspired and act on that inspiration. But it's like because I'm like – the way that our lives are right now, it's just like it, it It almost just feels so like, okay, well, I have to think this out. Like, when would be best for everybody? Like, it's just right. – and that's just not fun and that's just doesn't feel good and it feels, again, like there's no space. Like, there's no space to really tap into or
1: time to like tap into yeah. me,
0: you know, yeah. so.
1: Or then I feel like – and this might be a different subject. But we're gonna go on it. So I feel like if I haven't shaved in my legs, like don't <laughs> touch my legs. <laughs> Just avoid that area, okay? But like I, it goes back into like that space. Like Jesus, I'm lucky if I get to brush my teeth. I don't. I don't get to shave my legs. Like, <laughs> like moms out there know what I'm talking about. Like when you brush your teeth twice a day, it's a damn fine day. But. Shaving my legs is like a luxury, right? Like that is – I literally was looking at my legs today at the gym and I was like, this is embarrassing. This is actually embarrassing I'm in public like this. But I don't want someone to touch my legs. I don't want my husband to touch my prickly legs because then I know he's going to joke. And I know he's joking, but I don't want to hear it, right? So it's kind of like, meh. We'll have sex a different day. Like not today. So – it just goes back into that time and then, you know, a week has passed and you're like, well, crap, we should probably have sex because it's been a week. That's, that's when my little fuck comes up.
2: So, and there are going to be people who are listening to this to go, holy fuck, it's been a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been two months. Mm-hmm. It's been five years. Mm-hmm. And they're going to think, oh my God, like, There's totally now something wrong with me because these women are talking about just one week going by and it's like, okay, so here's the thing. Let's expand our our understanding of what sex is. So if we're defining sex through the sexual blueprint, penetration, orgasm, genitals, we're totally leaving out four other blueprints and we're thinking that we're doing it wrong. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we're thinking that we're so fucked up Yeah. that we're like sexual degenerates because we're, we're not in the cultural norm. Oh my God, fuck that. Like, so, Okay. This is just so amazing. I feel like, oh my God, what time is it? Like, I feel like we've already like come to the end. So, so this is what we're going to do. Um, okay. Let me write a little note as I speak this. Um, fuck. Okay. So, <laughs> um, cause I would just love to just like barrel right into this, you, but you I know- can. Yeah, yeah, go
0: for it. Yeah, we have time. I mean, I have time. Yeah, I've got, I've got nowhere to be. Unless so. you don't have time, but I, we have time.
2: Let me just, uh, let me just look here real quick.
1: I literally have a whole other okay. hour, so, Yeah. Well, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm pretty interested. I have a babysitter now downstairs, yeah. so I'm solid. <laughs> like I'm here. I'm with you guys. Let's do this. Oh my god. Okay. So I just, I feel. Let's take a deep breath
2: because I feel so much relief as I'm about ready to share what I'm going to share. Because now that I, this whole perception of guilt really has to do because we're still all trying to fit into the sexual wiring, the sexual blueprint. We're all trying to meet that. And that's not who we are. Yes. We're so boxed into this and it's fucking us all up. Yep. So there's nothing wrong with any of us, and it's all perfect. So what if what if there's no penetration for a year, for a month, for five years? Does that mean you've never had sex? No. Kinky blueprint, energetic blueprint, even the sensual bl- blueprint. Look at that, I just listed off three whole fucking blueprints. Shapeshifter blueprint. Everybody fucking else, except for the sexual, is going, oh, my God, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Oh, okay. What your sex was made to tap in to your pleasure, to your sexual energy, how you do that is unique and entirely Mm -hmm. up to you. We now have these amazing blueprints, these amazing sexual wiring that we can identify with, play with. And to me, I feel like guilt is just like right down on the floor. Like it's not even, you know, something I'm, I'm paying attention to right now because when you so. When you honor your own wiring, your own erotic wiring, when you honor that, you don't even think about whether it has to do with penetration, how the orgasm shows up, how many you have, if you have any, it, it, it's, it's irrelevant because it may or may not be tied into what is so pleasurable for you. And that's what this is about. We tend to think, again, I think this has to do with, so most of us are probably not sexually, the sexual blueprint wired. Most of us probably aren't. So when we start, if you're not even in the same, if you're not in in your blueprint, if you're not in your own wiring, something's always gonna feel off. Something's always gonna feel wrong. Because it's not your turn on. Mm -hmm. When you get turned on, that means you're tapping into your body. That means you're focused on your body. So when we start to focus on this perceived guilt, you know what that is? That's an excuse to not tap into your body. Yeah. Okay, let's breathe that in. Let's let's yeah breathe it and as we breathe it in, we're just letting that settle. The idea that because... If the sex is bad, there's someone to blame, right? So we're so now we're focusing on guilt. We're focusing on blame. We're focusing on it, is it good or not. And all of that is all this shiny stuff out here and has nothing to do with tuning in to the body and what the body's trying to communicate to us.
0: Mm. It's such a metaphor for like, It's such a metaphor for it, like breaking past one of your upper limits, you know, like like going and trying to do something like achieve a dream or a goal that you haven't before and how like, you know, that upper limit will show up and kind of like knock you back down and you'll be like, I can't – and it's really because you're like – it's an excuse because you're afraid of failure. It's kind of the same thing. It's like afraid of failing of – it's a – I don't know. I just – I don't know that came so strongly to me for for a minute just like maybe I'm just feeling that myself like afraid of connecting with my body and like mm-hmm. what if I fail at that I that sounds weird maybe but like if I can't or if like because it's so unknown to me that's that's honestly the the truth like I am so comfor- I am so much more comfortable with other people like with yeah. other people's bodies and like dealing with that than my own. And in fact, when it comes to like, when you are talking, this whole time, when you're talking about like, tapping into your own pleasure and your own thing, I'm like, I don't even know how to do that. And if I did, like that's the other thing. Even in, in my, a lot of my encounters, like with my partner, it's like, I don't know. Every time I think about it, if I think about tapping into me, I just get this, a lot of, like a voice in my head saying like, you don't even know what you want. That'll take too long. Like, that's a waste mm. of time. Like, that's just, you'll just go around in circles and not get anywhere. Like, which is crazy because it's like as if there's an end goal, which we just defined. We just went over sex does not have, that's just like the sexual. That's one aspect of it, you know? Yeah.
1: No, so, I mean I agree, yes. and even even when the body is trying to tell you like different things that are not necessarily sexual, but it's like the body is trying to tell you things like um, I don't know, you, you laryngitis, losing your voice, right? Um, different things like that that the body is trying to express. Hey, something else is going on here. And I know for me personally, I'm like, well, I'll deal with that later. Like, meh, it's, it's just my body. It's fine. And <laughs> It's just my body. It's, it's no big deal. It's just my body. I just need it. It's just all
0: it's that fine. I am. It's fine. Yeah,
1: it's totally fine. <laughs> um, just ignore it. Just push that shit down and keep moving. Um, but yeah, it definitely, it definitely, and it also makes me uncomfortable It makes me hugely uncomfortable when you're like tap into your body and what feels good to you. I'm like, oh, I've been told that that's not okay. Mm -hmm. And that scares me. Right. So I've been told that like what masturbation is not okay. I've been told that thinking you're pretty is not okay. Thinking you're smart, having confidence, not okay. Um, Speaking your truth, standing up for yourself. You're a bitch if you do that. So it's like we've been told that like feeling into what we want is not okay, and I think that's both um, feminine and masculine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we're selfish if we do.
2: Oh my god! Listening to both of you just now, I literally want to jump up and like happy dance around (laughs) (laughs) because that's that's it. That's it in a nutshell. We. And, and the word connect, so I get so many people that's, that say, I want to reconnect with my partner. The, the reconnection starts right here. Mm. Connect here. In the heart. And then, yes, get into the body. The mm. heart, of course, of course. That's your inner guidance. And then, so so and then that brings you connect to the body pleasure turn on masturbation we we, we talked about this last time right that masturbation that was w- my one word yeah. that was like oh my god that's oh, <laughs> masturbating. Ah, ah. masturbate so um now i just i i love it i love saying it and um it feels more normal to me than to say self-pleasure or turn on. Now I actually get myself to say those words more because I'm so used to saying masturbate, like that's just like second nature to me. So tuning into the body. Um, Okay, I feel like we can do whatever we want, but I feel like that's a really good note to actually close on. And I feel like, um, I'm not saying that we're done talking, but I feel like what we're going to go into next episode, and we'll try and do this as best we can. We're going to talk about pleasure. We're going to talk about turn on. How do you connect with the body? Mm -hmm. We're going to actually do something that everybody can do to connect to the body, to find pleasure in fact, fuck that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, okay, so real quick, I okay. If this is something that you really struggle with, um, for anybody listening, in my um, I have a podcast, uh, a Facebook group for my podcast, Honest Effing Fun, and um, a couple weeks ago, I started doing every Wednesday, I pick up some sort of object. Here's a feather right here on my desk. Here's a pen. Um, here's a hair clip. Whoops, <laughs> that just went flying. Here's a hair clip. Anything I see in my home, I post a picture and I spend about 15 or 20 minutes just playing with how this feels and what parts of my body like a certain touch with the object, you know, better than the other. So if this is something you really struggle with and would like some guidance around, join my Facebook group and you will get a dose of that every week to kind of get to start to give you some some guidance and some um, uh just familiarity with what it looks like to connect to your body and and use use your hands. I always say that if you don't have any of the objects that I post, just use your hands. Same thing. All we're doing is connecting to the body. So I just that just came out. Yeah. Um, you can put that in the show notes, right? Yeah, we'll put um, it in the show the, notes. Your link, link.
0: Yeah. Okay. For sure. So.
2: So what I want to do, though, is the next episode, I want to start off with doing something um, that we can all do. And we'll, d- we'll do a little something in each of the blueprints so that everybody feels a little fed, a little connected.
1: That's nice. To I like that. That's very inclusive.
2: <laughs> Ooh, yes.
0: I like it. I love it. A little anti- anticipation for me for the next episode. <laughs> um, I actually did have a question for you though that like popped up that some – in talking about connecting to the body. So over like my lifetime, and this honestly has not happened recently, but like uh, in my 20s especially, it was happening all the time. When I would think a thought that like surprisingly turned me on, like, let's, like, I, it was, it would be something that came into my mind and I would be like, oh, wow. And it was like a surprise, like I didn't really expect, but that really connected with me in some way, which I feel like is what we're talking about. It's like seeing what the body responds to or seeing what lights you up, turned you on. So a thought would come in, I would get surprisingly turned on and immediately sneeze, immediately, like, automatic response from the body, like, like, huge and and you know like a sneeze is basically like an orgasm anyway like that's it's a, it feels like a type of orgasm like your body feels so good when it's like releasing a sneeze right yeah um hmm. so it was happening all the time I mean it happened when I was younger too and it was happening I remember it was happening a lot in my 20s and it hasn't happened so much over like the past couple of years and I well anyway and the point is I wanted to bring that up because like what's that about? Is that an affirmation? Is that like a confirmation from the body of like, is that it's like the body Mm -hmm. saying, yes, like this, this is something that lights me up or what is that?
2: So, so we're all probably familiar with um, like crying is a release. Laughing is a release. Sneezing is a release, right? So to me, it probably was something that, your body allowed you to feel, to give you a release connected to pleasure that maybe didn't freak you the fuck out. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know entirely for sure, but I definitely would say it definitely was a release. Um, and it definitely was something you didn't connect to something bad or wrong or, um, anything, which is fantastic. Again, maybe it was just, um, your body's way of 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 getting what it really, really wanted in a way that it knew you would be okay with, possibly, potentially. Cool. How does that feel to you?
0: Yeah, that could very well be. Yeah, I, I I honestly haven't thought of it in a little while. Like it just came up while we were having that conversation. So, yeah, that could very well be. Um, I mean, I definitely. It felt like a. Yeah, it always felt good. Like it was always kind of like a cool experience. It just felt like nice. Um, so. Yeah.
1: I have a question because now I feel. Like I'm, I'm wrong. I hate sneezing. I hate it. Like with my whole heart, I hate it. Does that mean I hate sex? What's happening here? <laughs> I'm like, I love it. every time I sneeze, I'm like, oh fuck again. Like, <laughs> like I, it shocked me. Like this is happening to me again. So, um, okay. So my
2: first thing that comes to my mind, and let me start off by saying there's no right or wrong answer. There's no right. I, I often say Whatever you feel this is, fuck whatever I say, whatever you feel this is really is the most important thing. What do you think that it is?
1: I think it's just um, me trying to compare myself to other people. How so? Well, like, okay, so Alexa likes sneezing, so I don't like sneezing, so obviously there's something wrong with me, Uh, right? You see what I'm saying? Um, And I think for me a sneeze is just... An annoyance. Like
0: I don't like sneezing all the time, but like (laughs) this type (laughs) of because like no because here's the thing: sneezing can get like messy and gross, and like it depends. Like what if you're sneezing and you're like, oh, it's I don't want to do that. But this type of sneeze, it's like it almost came from a deeper place in my body. Like it wasn't like a regular sneeze. It's like a very like it was like a whole body sneeze. Like
1: Yes, those are my sneezes. Those are my oh. – it's like a whole experience and I'm like, damn it, hold on. Let me stop what I'm doing. Mm, that's actually – yeah, that came full circle just now. Ooh, share, share. I could so see like, that's kind of how I feel about sex sometimes. It's like, oh, hey. let me stop what I'm doing and, like, oh. deal with this situation and just let's hurry up and do this so I can move on back to my task. Now, I am Now I, I just want to be yourself.
2: clear. Thank you so much for sharing that, Ambie, and thank you, Alexa, for sharing what you shared. Um, just so everybody out there, um, anything can be associated with anything. So if sneezing can or can't, doesn't have to be sexually con- connected. I think we all would agree it's probably connected to some sort of release from the body, whatever that connotation is. Now, Ambi is making this connection, which, how amazing is that? That Alexa brings up this question about sneezing. We're always... Everything that shows up for us is always there to help assist us and guide us. So that made Ambie think of, I fucking hate sneezing. I hate it. And then as she's talking about it, does that mean that I, you know, don't like sex? Da, da, da? And then all of a sudden, her brain made this connection that that's how I feel about sneezing is how I feel about sex. Again, this is for her. See, That's everything boils down because we're all unique. So I don't want anybody to start who's ever listening to this, just like we're all, you know, one of the different blueprints or, or wired differently. Ambie may be wired differently to the sneezes. The sneezes mean a certain thing to her. So it could be anything to anybody. And this, again, we're all uniquely wired. So I just want to point that out. So nobody, um, wires into their body that sneezing has something to do with their perceptions around anything. Okay, that's it. <laughs> awesome.
0: Awesome. Well, now that that's cleared up.
1: <laughs> that was a good question, Alexa. Oh, that it was fabulous. Yeah, that was a really good question. Thank you for asking that. You're
0: welcome. That was cool that you had like a full circle moment. With it. right here in front
1: of everybody right
0: here in front of everyone to witness <laughs> um,
2: now can I can I um, respond one more thing Amby yeah. would you be interested in hearing one more thought about the sneezing yeah so so I love the connection you made between how you feel about sneezing and how you feel about sex and so sneezing I feel like this uh, this is a little similar to our conversations about guilt it is and and blaming somebody and you know if things aren't if we're not meeting the the standards and and that so if i sneeze and i don't like that i think that's good to notice what you don't like and i think the other thing is that what if me Sneezing brings my focus to my body. So if I don't mm. like the sneeze, I don't like that my focus is brought back to my body. Potentially. Yeah. How does that feel?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's definitely I don't like the focus being on my body. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For multiple a multitude of reasons. Um but yeah even non-sexually i don't like the focus really being on my body
0: i just got this intuition
1: and i don't know tell me if this resonates i
0: don't know but it kind of goes back to like the sexual blueprint of like or or just like the you wanting to cuz i know you like you want it like you were just saying you want to get things done as fast as possible and i feel like the body is almost like a limitation Right, mm, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like slows you down in 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 a in one way that you could perceive it as like, oh, this thing I have to like lug around. I want to go faster. Like, I want to go faster. I want to go quantum. Like, I want to like yeah. be there now. You know. So maybe, I mean that that could be related as well. I don't know.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've been told by a lot of people that um, I need to enjoy the journey. And you just slow down? Mm. It's not about the destination. Um, and there are some aspects where, you know, it's interesting. I feel like the last couple of episodes, it's been like therapy hour for Ambie, but I'm okay with it. Good. But um, <laughs> it's interesting because there are moments where like, I blame other people for either and this is, this is sexual and non-sexual. So there are moments where I blame others for not being able to get there quick enough and then also um, taking too much time. So it's like nobody can win. Does that make sense? Like nobody's right or nobody's like everybody's doing it wrong but me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. This is way more than sex. This is like...
2: (laughs) I'm yeah. telling you, I, once you, once you really understand your erotic wiring, you see this shit everywhere. I mean, it's in everything you do in every moment, what yeah. you're, what, and, and, and again, going back to what feels my own personal, and I know this is, is Alexa's too, the energetic, you know, I, I want to just pull back and have all this space. Cause that feels so good to me. Mm-hmm. It feels so good. Andy, it feels like, damn, let's just get this done. Let's just check it off the list, and boom, 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 you know, and, and everybody get there and everybody, you know, keep up and, and, and let's, you know, let's make it happen. That feels so fucking
1: good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're like still- checking it off the list. Like sometimes, and I know other people do this. Sometimes I write lists just to write lists and it makes me really happy to like oh, check things too. off. I, I, I even write it. the
0: smallest, stu- like, yeah. like, cleaned a dish and I'll just yeah. cross it off. Like,
1: oh, chalks it off. I feel good about it now. I feel good about myself. But yes, so what I'm hearing you say also, please ignore my toddler breaking down the door. What I hear you say also is when Alexa needs space, just like give her space. Just like don't push it, just give her space. Is that fair? to say, like as far uh, as like our sexual blueprints and working together. Expert A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, so again,
2: we, so as we look at pleasure, something as taking space is so pleasurable to the energetic. So oftentimes, you know, the sensual who likes to be all up into the other person, you know, they're the cuddly, you know, they feel abandoned. They feel, you know, where did you go? Yet if you recognize that everybody is seeking their own pleasure in their own way, they're honoring themselves. And the energetic will always come back. They, they love connection. They just They just need to find their pleasure first. And their pleasure involves, you know, some space and some distance. And what it really is, is just to ground and to center. Um, energetics tend to feel so much um, that they're so their body, I'm touching my physical body, but oftentimes their bodies weigh the fuck out there. And that's why they're feeling they're so. so when essential gets all the way fuck here, it's just, it's almost too much, too quick, too fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because their body's way the fuck out there. They can't even feel you. It's mm-hmm. almost like you're way the fuck back over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their way, uh, and it's, and it's, and, and, and so it kind of just throws the energetic off. Like what, what happened where all of a sudden they can't even feel, they lose their turn on because it just was too quick, too fast, too much.
0: Yeah. Oh, this explains so much about me too. Now I'm realizing is like – because I'm literally something so crazy that I've just been noticing more and more and more is like I'll be super passionate about something. I'll be like, yeah. I'll be like feeling good. I'll be like, yeah, it's going to be a great day. Yeah. And all of a sudden I don't even know what will happen and it will be like – gone like i want to get in bed now like like the the yeah. energy's gone like i and i don't know what happened and i feel like i just lost something and i have no idea where it went and it feels like my focus just went
1: Are you talking about today because that's what i'm thinking about right now
0: Um today but it's been like the past week for me but mm. but just in general like it ha- it happens when i'm not really focused
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When I'm not really tapped in and I don't have a lot of momentum going, it can happen real easily to me mm-hmm. where like I, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got this good thing going and then all of a sudden something will shift and it's just gone and I'm lost. I feel like I don't even know what just happened. Um, and I know that that is part of the energetic sexual – like the the in terms of sexuality, in terms of like uh, they can lose their turn on like that and just be like, wait, well, what just happened? Um mm-hmm. So, like you're saying it's making a lot of sense to me just about how I am with like my work and my passion yeah. and stuff, like I can be like so on top of the world and like feeling inspired, and then the next minute and and then the next minute being like everyone hates me, and like i don't like I don't even know what I'm doing here, and like I and just lose it, like completely lose yeah. that fire, you know, so. Yeah. How can I okay, how can I, the energetic, help be the sexual or the shapeshifter in business? Like what can I do when like she I
1: feel like today I was the sensual. I was like all all about what we were talking about. Oh. You know what I mean? I was like, let's do it. Fuck yeah. Or And the I like really needed or and I like really the sexual, yeah. But I could tell that you needed space, so I was like, okay, cool, just yeah. gonna back off. I think I'm doing better about that because normally I think yeah. a year ago I would have been like,
2: why
1: yeah, Why don't you want to be around me? Yeah, no, it was
2: great. So, I, I, um, by the way, thank you both for sharing that. That was amazing. I literally, my inner heart is just like pulsing with like joy and happiness to be having this conversation, having All of the conversations, all of the stuff just fly and just let it out. With this realization that sex is more than sex. Sex is more than what we've been told it is.
1: Yes. And actually, it's funny. This is the first time I've had like a a sexual, this makes me happy, this doesn't make me happy, with someone I haven't had sex with. So it's really (laughs) like, it's nice. And it's actually it makes a lot of sense because I'm like, oh my god that's totally that totally makes sense obviously like you know what I, you know what I mean obviously you're gonna feel this way and obviously that's the wrong way to go about it but now it's a good way to go about it okay go ahead with it like. So I love it
2: so um, this just popped in my mind and this is just to remember or to remind anyone listening and all of us that even though this sounds really maybe different and new and, and slightly awkward to, to like think about, how am I erotically wired? What, what does that mean? What How do I connect with my body? Okay, 20, 30 years ago, whatever it was that the five love languages came out, that was all new stuff. Now it's pretty much, I mean, maybe I'm sure not everybody's heard of it, but a lot of people have. And it's, it's a pretty common language Nobody's put off by it. People tend to get it right. Yeah. I feel like that this totally is we're we're right on the edge of of, of transforming sex now. We've done it with love, with nurturing, supportive love. Now we're gonna do it with pleasure. So with that in mind, um Okay, so I had a visualization, Alexa, as you were talking about, I got so excited, and then all of a sudden, I just wanted to go crawl into bed. So this is my perception, and I love that we're talking about this, because it allows me to hear, um, and I tend to get kind of visual hits as as it comes. So I imagined, you know, I talked about how the the energetics, their bodies, way out there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have, I have a sense that when we sleep at night, things kind of, you know, we kind of, we, we ground, we, you know, we deepen, we, um, we pull back in to go to sleep and granted our soul flies around and we do all kinds of stuff, all sorts of work while we sleep. But the, the body, um, you know, is, is in, so we wake up, we're refreshed. We're more in alignment, right? Okay. We're more in our power. I tend to. To, I get the sense that that these pleasurable feelings sends the body out, 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 out. Something shows up that is like right here, and again, it's it's like like it went there, there, and and you. So the connection that that we're the connection's missing, and and you're and you tend to feel it in your body like uh because you've lost that turn-on, right? The turn-on was that pleasurable feeling, that that excitement, right? Hmm. Okay, so what came to mind as a possible solution for the energetic, and I think I'm in agreement with this. I feel like most of us who are energetics would be in agreement with this. And if you're a shapeshifter, you tend to speak them all, so you would probably understand this as well. That's the importance of the daily practice of meditation, being in nature, taking a nap, um, going and finding just just go into a closet, go into the bathroom, shut the door, tune things out, bring the pull the pull that energy back in, connect with the, your body, and the the more you practice that the more i feel like you'll be able to maintain that and 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 here's the here's the bottom fucking line it's all okay yeah. whatever you feel is okay if you lose your turn on fuck it it's okay yeah. you're just noticing that you're in a in a space of non turn on you had it and now you're just in contrast where you know what it feels like to not that's okay that's awesome, right? Mm-hmm. We can't stay, we, we want to, oh, I want to just, I mean, there's no joy in that. If you're right here, if you're you're a flat line, there's yeah. no growth, there's no expression, you're a flat line. If you're orgasmic, you know, all the time. So it's, it's a matter of managing um, and allowing the wave, the up and down of the the emotions, the energy, the turn on. So when you have a practice like for the energetics, have meditation. Maybe the sensuals have cuddling time. Uh, maybe the sexuals, um, they you know they they uh, they they go sunbathing naked or something. <laughs> that, that sounds fun. <laughs> uh, do house clean, clean your house in the in the nude. You know to walk around, have a naked day, have a naked hour. In your house, right? Yeah. So you, you, um, um, yeah. So, okay. And then the kinkies, the kinkies maybe, um, we haven't actually talked about the kinkies very much. I apologize, kinkies. (laughs) I love you, kinkies. Kinky is a big part of my, you know, it's second in my stack. Yeah. Um, so the kinky, um, they may, they may want to they may want to go read a book where they're fan you know go into they may mm. want to play a video game and and fantasy you know and get kind of lost in this sort of other world and land that may be very arousing to them um, they may actually want um, uh, some impact they may want um, you know uh, you can think of you know like uh, restraints or um uh maybe there's a work at that workout that they do where there's a lot of like um impact on their body like kickboxing or something yes yes yeah. um dancing you know there's a lot of impact and touch and movement and flow and um so and then of course the shapeshifter and all of these that that we touch on so so when you find pleasure every day, right? We, we feed our body with food, with water, with air, and we absolutely need pleasure. We need pleasure. So when you give yourself pleasure, and it starts with you, you connect with your body. When you make that connection, it makes it so much easier to then connect with everyone else outside of you. Whether it's in work, in relationship, um, getting groceries at the store, filling up gas, having sex, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're gonna talk about in the next episode. We're going to actually do a pleasure practice. And, And it's okay to not have one, fuck that it's okay that none of us have a pleasure practice or we didn't know that we should, or, or you have one and then you, you don't. I actually went through a period in the last like six months where I kind of, I kind of let go of a lot of the practices that things were shifting in my life. And all of a sudden I thought, oh, I'm going to switch. And then I never, I, I let go of it before I switched into the new, new pleasure practice. And I'm like, what the, wh-? and, and it showed up in my turn on. All of a sudden, I my turn on, it was almost like my libido just went. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what and then I'm like, oh I haven't really, I let go of the things that were feeding my energetic. Mm-hmm. I let go of the of pleasure. And so the body's looking for pleasure. We so so when we what pisses us off about sex is we focus on the genitals, we focus on erogenous perceived erogenous zones and the rest of the fuck the rest of the body is so fucking pissed at us. (laughs) What about me? (laughs) Yes. It's so fucking neglected in the way that it likes. It's like where what no wonder we're, we're so turned off. No wonder we're so guilt and we blame and, and mm-hmm. get it done and check it off. And, and instead of going, holy crap, I only have 15 minutes. Oh my God. Like, like I wish it were 30. I wish it were, you know, how amazing would that be when we stop tying our pleasure and we stop tying the definition of sex to the genitals?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Solely. There's nothing wrong with that. The sexuals are gonna be like, no, no what? The the sexuals love their genitals and they look so so you you're good. You're good because the that's the cultural norm. So you feel really at home. All of this stuff, in fact, if you're sexual, you probably have turned this off a long time ago. <laughs> you were probably bored out of your mind. What the fuck are they talking about? Sex is sex, it's easy, it's simple. That's the way they view it. Mm-hmm. This all of this stuff seems ridiculous. Why do we have to do it? What's the point? Um, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with sexuals being sexuals, right? Mm-hmm.
0: They get shit. <laughs> sexuals be sexuals. Yeah. We need to make that a t shirt yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and yet that where we went wrong is we we um, we were Nobody was taught that there's anything other than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we, then we blame ourselves through guilt and we blame everybody else because our bodies are so fucking pissed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think we're also taught that like having pleasure is not okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Totally. Like from what, re- like a lot of religions not allowed not allowed
0: but also just not even just religions like i was having a lot of memories come up today about running around and having a lot of joy and running around like being a kid and playing and screaming and like getting really loud, you know, just like that joyful like childlike shriek, shriek you know, and you're like playing tag or yeah. something like that and you're chasing and you're just like jumping on things and whatever and then a grown-up grabs you and is like, stop, <laughs> yeah. now. Yes. And yes. you are like the weight of that shame. I mean, I can still tune back into like when I – I remember it was like my parent, my grandparents' like 50th. Wedding anniversary was this big party in this beautiful place. It was huge, so spacious with like green fields and like me and one of my cousins were just running around playing, like having the best time. And out of nowhere, my uncle grabs me and it's just like, stop it. Like so, like so, it was like the energy shifted immediately, so heavy. And I was like, "Oh my god, like I didn't know that I was doing something wrong, but I guess I was cuz he's so angry." And so it's even stuff like that, like just little mm-hmm. things like that, like mm-hmm. like pl- that's pleasure. Like that that to me it yeah. feels really pleasurable like to just be free and run around like that and then to know that like that pisses other people off or that makes people yell at you or disappointed in you. So mm-hmm. it's it's that. I also had a memory come up to this so random but I was like in the elementary – I was in elementary school. I was in the girls' bathroom with a couple of girls that I guess I like wanted to be friends with and I don't know. We were just like talking and chatting like girls and that was like one of the first – we were so young and that was like one of the first times we were doing it. And I don't know why, but, like, we jumped up on the sink. (laughs) Like, we were, like, standing on top of the Mm. sink. And for some reason, like, while we were talking, just, like – And for some reason, the principal walked into the bathroom at that moment and was, like, what are you doing? And I remember my mom scolded me for, like, days about that. And I was just, like, I don't get it. I was just standing on a sink. Like, what's the problem? And everyone's, like, you could have been hurt. You could have done all this stuff. I was just being silly. Like I was just being a girl, you know, and I think those are the things. Those are the things that really are for me I'm realizing are really kind of the deterrent of like, no, I don't want to get to know my pleasure. I don't want to get to know mm-hmm. it because someone's going to take it away or tell me it's wrong. And so I don't mm-hmm. even want to get to know it, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I don't want it to be taken away again or I don't want to feel that way again. So think on that, people. Um, <laughs> Well, this has been this has been really really awesome. This has been very cathartic, I'll say. I don't know. I feel better just talking about it and Yeah. Jody, like your energy and your perspective and everything about you. I feel like it's just so um it's you're such a light. And so thank you for doing this and being a part of this and, you know, doing this, let's talk about sex month. I'm going to change the name. I like that better. And, um, and yeah. And do you still want to people to reach out to you? I know you've already been doing a lot of sessions with our listeners, but do you want to?
2: Yes. So everybody listening to this podcast today, I am offering a session to all inner, inner bloomers that, um, I think I said that I was going to offer 10 sessions every week. So that still stands. So reach out to me and in the septic line, write inner bloom podcast. So I'll know that, you know, what this is about. Um, and let's have, have a conversation. Let's, let's have one of these conversations. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about sex. Day, baby. Yeah. Baby.
2: Let's, let's talk, talk about, about you. You. Yes. <laughs> oh God, you. Awesome. you. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. I just want to honor everybody listening. I want to honor Alexa. I want to honor Ambie for the amazing courage that they have to talk about sex and to share their own personal experiences because this is exactly what we need. This is how we change culture, society. Um, we remake the the boundaries, and boundaries are good, right?
1: Mm-hmm. We're gonna remake
2: them, and I just honor them for being exactly who they are and for welcoming me and this conversation around sex.
0: Mm. Mm. Thank uh-huh. you. Thank you so mm. much. That was so beautiful. Yeah. And thank you all for listening. Hey, if you made it through this episode, good on you. Cause I know, <laughs> I know these um, <laughs> monthly series are a little triggering for some people, but you know what? This is how we learn and this yep. is how we do it together. We're all going through it together. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this. Have, you know, uh, we have our private Facebook group, Inner Bloomers, where you can join and have a private conversation about this if you want to start talking about it. Mm-hmm. I know Joe, Jodi, are you in there? If you're not, if not, I'll yeah. put you in. Yeah, you're in there. Jody's in yeah. there. You can talk to her there. Um, so get in there if you're not. And um, otherwise, if you want a private intuitive reading with Ambi or an EFT session with me, you can reach out. You can email us at podcast at gmail.com or reach out to us directly. And otherwise, uh, we'll be back next Friday oh. with – oh, Jody has one more thing.
2: Yeah. Um, when you said your email, um, my email to connect with me for one of my sessions is Jody Newell Transform at gmail.com, J-O-D-I-E-N-E-W-E-L-L-T-R-A-N-S-F-O-R-M at gmail.com. Thank you for...
0: Perfect. And we'll put that in the show notes again as well. So just check the show notes if you're unsure. Um, And otherwise, yeah, we will be back next Friday with another series in the Let's Talk About Sex May. And uh, we love you all so, so much. Keep on blooming. Bye. Bye,
1: everybody. Bye.